following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What's up? Welcome into Talkin' Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Rob Phillips, Hosting for Bill Jones, joined as always by Brian Broadus, Mickey Spagnola with that hand up in the air. It's like roll call in high in, yeah. in, in grade school. He's got it figured out. I'm here. I'm here. here. Present. Chicago Present. Heights. That's right. Kent Garrison <laughs> next door producing as always. And, uh, you know, we're on to Jacksonville, I think. Yeah. Cowboys back to practice in a couple hours. Getting set for Sunday's home game against the Jags. And it's time for us to start. Turning the page as well a little bit. Uh, we can continue talking. What, we're going to be different from everybody else? Uh, yeah. Probably Try. not. Probably no, not completely. No one has turned the page yet. Well, it's hard to turn the page on it's that It's Wednesday, one. right? It is yeah, Wednesday. You, you should turn the page. And Garrett's still getting roasted. Well, yeah. it's a tough loss, Mick, and that was a tough call to make, and we, we broke that one down pretty good. Yeah, we, we got we got roasted each, <laughs> each roasted each other. Sure, <laughs> sure. But that's, you know, that's part of the fun of it. Yeah, everybody um, wants to have their say now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. And that's, that's what our this, society. Yes. And that's what this show is for, too. You can you can join us as well. 888-855-2297. Give us a call throughout the next hour if you'd like. As I said, Cowboys get back to practice today here at the Star. And let's just lead it off, Mick. You got any any nugs, any nuggets coming up with uh, with practice? It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. The They're rain outdoors. stops. They are they outdoors. Are. Hurricane yeah. Mike doesn't seem to be moving this way. But That's... it's sure headed towards Florida. Okay, we got the weather report. We're good there. That was my nugget. <laughs> that was your nugget for the day? <laughs> You know, I, I, I'll be interested to see how we uh, how things play out with the, the David Urban situation. That's kind of where I was going. Yeah, yeah will, will yeah. he be back in action? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll see how that all plays out. Hopefully he's got all his uh, off-the-field stuff with his family taken care of and that the Cowboys can now focus in on having him play really the next 10 weeks. You know, I mean, it, you had to endure a suspension. You did that. Uh, you know, you, this guy is an incredible player. And, and I think one day when Mickey Spagnola writes a book about all this, one of these chapters will be about players that had this tremendous potential and you only saw them for only a, 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 just a bit of a glimpse mm-hmm. of, you know, and I think David Urban is one of those guys. This team has a great history of players that have come through and then you wonder, wow, what happened? How did that, how did that happen? And, uh, you know, the David Irving in a contract situation, don't kind of feel don't really feel like the when we get to off season talk that David Irvin is going to be in the mix for, hey, have to have this guy. So can you capture something from him in you know, in ten games basically? You know, so uh, that's always an interesting angle to me. I'm interested about Malik Collins coming back. Want to see what's going to happen with that defensive tackle rotation. If he could get back some it, because I talked about it yesterday, really felt like the, the defensive tackles being undermanned played very well in that football game against the Texans. So, Basically a three-man yeah, rotation. They're going to have they some had. decisions they're going to have to make about that. And, you know, will we now start to see Bryce Butler? I, I, you know, I'll call for this. I'll call for somebody that can extend. I will call for somebody that's a big body that will go get the football. 
I might have to live with all the knucklehead plays that you might get from him or things that happen in a game. But give me an opportunity to get a guy that – and I, when we get into the Jaguars, I, I believe I'm going to tell you about that this secondary is one of the best you're going to play. And they're going to they're going to contest every ball you throw. And so you need people that are going to be able to extend, have guys on their backs, but make plays. And that's what's going to be one of those keys for this football game. I've called for that, too, on Monday. I mean, I'm also the guy. I'm not saying he's the savior. Right. I'm just saying maybe something a little different. Yeah. And I'm also the guy that said, been saying for weeks, I think a couple of us have, you know, pare down this rotation. Yeah. Well, maybe it's time to look at something different, too. And he's a guy that has made plays not always consistently. That's a big. That's a big, uh, big question. Big question, right? and, yeah, and that's and that's consistency. He's been a part of this offense that they have to find. Yeah. Uh, but he's a big wideout, six three. Yeah. Be the biggest receiver they have on the team. Uh, that's another option. That's a guy that Dak has played with and has had success with. That's one option. But again, I mean, you go back and watch the game the other night. It's kind of like the other two road losses. You can't look at the receivers and say, "Oh, it's all their fault." No, or, it's not. It, no, it's been a, no, it's absolutely it's been right. Like a, but it's been everything at some point in time during out during one of these losses. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, they almost pared it down with the wide receivers this last game. I was a little surprised when I saw this. Uh, the majority of the snaps went to Gallup and Hearns. Gallup yeah. had forty snaps. Hearns had forty-seven. Beasley had thirty-eight. And Thompson was down to 29, mm -hmm. and Tavon Austin had seven. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, that was the Detroit game. Let me go back. Hearns had 38 snaps, Thompson 36. Mm -hmm. Butler had one snap. That yeah. was the uh, Hail, Hail Mary, Mary. Yeah. at the end. Gallup only had 20. So he went from 40 snaps against Detroit to 24. Yeah. He's got to play. Yeah. You're here for more Bryce Butler, Mick. No, he's here for I'm okay. He, he's here for more Gallup, I'm which more I, Gallup. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're running on Gallup. Yeah. Give me yeah. Gallup, Hearns, and, and Beasley. I think. And, and he, just get him yeah. out there. Yeah. I think you see Hearns a lot more because they use him in 12 personnel stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because he's that, kind of playing he's, the, he, Terrence he's the, Williams the Terrence deal. Williams role. And right. so, you know, if uh, I'm with Mickey on, on, on Gallup. You know, I, I'm, the selfish side of me wants to see him succeed. I mean, I, I just want to give Dak Prescott the best opportunity he can uh, to have some success. I, I think that we've – I think people out there have been overly critical of Dak Prescott, you know, and I, I you know, I, I maybe it's the people that were laying in the weeds, you know, that had to bite their tongues a little bit when he came on the scene and – Beloved Tony Romo, and, and again, I'm not making fun of Tony Romo. I'm just saying, though, there was a change there. The, the organization made a change. They moved on from Tony. But, you know, I, I think you have to give this quarterback every opportunity that you can for him to succeed. It starts with protection. It starts with a running game. And it really starts with, you know, what they're able to do passing the game on the outside. If he throws a ball that's a tight window throw, these guys have got to come up with it. for you know, And they're not going to come up with all of them. Because these defensive backs are good in this league. And again, you're about to play a group that's really good in the secondary. So anything that you can do to help him along the way, just feel it's unfortunate that the, you know, I, I watch those press conferences every after every game, and there's only one man that stands up there and, and takes all the arrows, you know, and, and and he stands there and then he walks off and he thanks everybody and he moves on. And he tries to, you know, pull things together, but that's the responsibility of the quarterback here. I just don't think as fans 
and as writers, we're really fair to him as much as we we need to be. You came in here passionate about that this morning. I, I, I am. Mean, you've and, seen enough, and, heard and, enough. I mean, I, I'm tired. I'm tired of. I'm tired of fans not believing that it, if you that he is not. Brady, he is not Manning, he is not these guys. He's Drew Brees, who just set the passing yeah, record. Yeah, he's not yeah. one of those guys. But if you, if you, I would challenge, I would challenge any other quarterback other than those guys I mentioned to come in and have success with some of the things that are currently happening to this offense. I was asked the other day, who do you think is a better quarterback, Blake Bortles or or Dak Prescott? I think Dak Prescott could actually succeed in what's going on in in Jacksonville as opposed to Blake Bortles coming in here and having success. Mm. So I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little bit tired of the narrative that people are just totally blaming him for everything and calling him, you know, uh, you know, a bag of, you know, what I, I just am. I just feel like though, that, you know, there, there are some things that he has, there's some things that he is not good at. It's absolutely the truth, but there are things, I mean, he laid it out on the line for you last week. He did. He did everything he could to tr- to try and win that football game. Spinning out of pressure, it, uh, yeah, uh, exactly. dodging Watt, doing. I mean, yeah, he is not a perfect quarterback. But you know what? If given the opportunity and given the weapons around him and given him the level of play, you know, we talk about this offensive line. Hang your hat on it. It hadn't been a hang your hat on it offensive line. Ezekiel Elliott. The running game got shut down last week. You know, that's something that can't happen when you're a run heavy base team. You know, I wrote about it yesterday. I, mean, I, asked, yeah. I asked Jason Garrett about it. He pointed out the stat unsolicited. Yeah. Zeke had 20 carries in the game, and nine of them went for zero or minus. It goes to and, Mickey's point that he tried to make the other day. And he was getting hit in the backfield like he did on, on third and one, the big, yeah. the, you know, the big third and one in question. And then he, Garrett also pointed out he's not putting all the blame on the offensive line, but he said the three worst games we played up front have been on the road. Communication factors have been a problem. Yeah. yeah. And, and, so, and, you know, and Garrett will point out it's on coaches, it's on players, it's on everybody offensively. Right. Uh, but you do have to look up front because I'm the one that said – in July, they're going to make the playoffs because they drafted Connor Williams. They, they're healthy. They're going to get a back year to development what they, of, of Lyle Collins yeah. playing right tackle. What they're going we to saw in Oakland him blocking Khalil Mack. Yeah, yeah. They're going to get back to doing what they do best. Yeah, and and we saw it against Detroit and a little against the Giants, but we haven't seen it consistently. Certainly not. They're two and three. So the the new darling quarterback in the league is who? Baker Mayfield. Uh, yeah. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, yeah. 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 Well, it was fun watching that film yesterday of Kansas City, by the way. Mayfield, He's good. <laughs> Mayfield and uh, and Dak have the exact same quarterback rating. Yeah. But which which guys everybody you know the favorite son? But see, there, but there's there's no ex, there, the, I think the expectations yeah, the maybe bar, make you of Cleveland. The bar is a little lower. Yeah. Cleveland. yeah. We're talking the first pick in the draft. No, uh, no, you're right. And, right. Yeah, you're right. Right. You're right. But but any, right. anything in Cleveland. Is it's great. It's hope. I understand. Right they're, they're, they're it's not just hope. Cleveland. It's yeah. the whole country. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's the new, you know, the new flavor of the year. He's and, Johnny without all the baggage. And, really, and honestly, you know, and, and it looks like he's played well, but his yeah. quarterback rating is eighty-one point four. Right, exactly the same as Dak. <clears throat> so I, I don't know if anybody's making excuses for him. No, he's only got three touchdown passes he has three interceptions Dak has five he's got four deflected passes for interceptions yeah so I, I just think we uh, and I, I appreciate but, your point Mickey. and here's my my other point is that 
No one changes their minds on quarterbacks unless they win a Super Bowl. It's like the people that didn't like Tony Romo continued to dislike Tony Romo, even though he rewrote the record book uh, for quarterbacks for the Dallas Cowboys, which has two in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Right. No one changes their mind. So the people that were not in favor of Dak taking over for Tony now feel like they have a platform to get louder and louder and louder because things aren't going as well as they did in 2016 well said. and the first eight games of 2017. And my, my opinion, and you guys have heard me say this about quarterbacks, quarterbacks are like presidents. No one changes their mind on who they liked and who they didn't unless the guy does something to get impeached. They will defend him to the end of the earth no matter what's happening, and it's the same thing with quarterbacks. I kind of agree with that. I mean, I'm I'm seeing – I do the mailbag every morning, and, oh. and quite frankly, on weeks like this, it scares me to open it up. Yeah. Uh, Better you than me, and I did it for 10 years. I, I'm getting – yeah, mixed mail. <laughs> <laughs> those were, what those a were, bad idea that was. Those were rough at times. Um, I get a, a lot of messages for, you know, Brian and I to answer in the morning that fans that say, look, I, I love Dak as a leader. Yeah. He's got a lot of great intangibles. He does a lot of things well on the field. But, you know, there's limitations, and there's also, I think, general just dissatisfaction with the offense in general, and it goes to the if coaching you, staff. And, yeah. then, and then the quarterback's the yeah. guy that has the ball in his hands every time. And so I get the overall frustration, but if you go back and watch this game last Sunday, Dak Prescott was not the main issue here. No. He was, he was running for his life a lot. Uh, he had to make a lot of throws where he, he really wasn't set. Um, it wasn't perfect by him. He's missed throws. You know, Aikman, I, I trust Troy Aikman's opinion on quarterback play as much as anybody. He talked about accuracy, anticipation right. the other day on local radio. Dak's got to get better in those areas. He knows that. Right. Uh, but he's proven that if he has help, he can win games in this league. And I don't know yeah. what, what's wrong with saying that a quarterback needs help. Yeah. Because you, you listed, Brian, like three or four guys that are probably all going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame one day. Sure. Maybe they can get it done without a lot of help. But yeah. 90% of the quarterbacks in this league need a no. nice cast around yeah. them. There's nothing wrong with that. You would be hard-pressed, like I said, to put other quarterbacks in this, in, in this offense, what's going on right now, and have success. You really would. Just with you know, the inconsistencies with the line and what they've had. You know, I, think, I think that's been the biggest the, – the, 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 I wasn't shocked about the committee part of it. Because I think we've discussed about having that guy you can hang your hat on. Yeah. I think the biggest shock to me has been that that the offensive line has not the, the bar is so high for those guys. Really it, high. You know, when when Tyron Smith just plays well, you know that that would be you know they would kill to have Tyron Smith at, in at New York, the Giants. They would kill to have him just playing at the level he's playing right now. They just cut one of their tackles. Yeah, exactly. Well, they fired their yeah. starter. Right. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. This. You, you, you. Sometimes you get to a level with with these players. What we see with the line, and you're just so used to such a high level of play, and then things don't work out. And, and people are like, should we worry about Smith? I go, we've talked about this really all year. This is not something new. But the bar is so high, and maybe the bar is so high for Dak and what he did for that his rookie season. You know, rook, offensive rookie of the year, winning 13 games, going toe to toe twice in the season with. Uh, with, uh, Aaron, with Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers winning a game at Heinz Field, winning a game at Lambeau Field. 
you know, beating Kansas City. Yeah, beating Kansas City. I mean, last year. Yeah, there's there's things about this guy, and you're right. I think both you're right. If you find ways to help him, you know, and it and it, it's it, I don't want to say it's just as easy as say play to his strengths. But these quarterbacks do need help. There are very few that are rare. Aaron Rodgers looks like, to me, he doesn't need a whole lot of help. He hasn't had a lot of help he up had, front yeah, for a couple years the, now. That's a rare football player. And that is and rare. He, and he's gotten injured because of it, too. He has gotten hurt because of that. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So, you know, to me to say, to, to sit there and, and wonder why there's so much hate for Dak, if you, if you, you, you should try and understand what his limitations are, not attack him as the player you should say okay he the anticipation needs to be better right you know the the accuracy needs to be better you know look but, at the look at the difference with and Blake Bortles playing with Leonard Fournette yeah. and without Leonard yeah. Fournette absolutely just go look at it yeah. and and their defense has played well except yeah. for this last game he he doesn't have a running game the Cowboys will not win if Zeke finishes the game with 54 yards. That's 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 a, just he's absolutely right. Write it down. Yeah, and this team is built to do that. Right, that's what that's they got to the, do. That's the problem. Yeah, and you, if you're saying okay, now we have to sling this thing around, Mickey's right. You're going to take an L. You know, Bortles threw the ball 61 times yeah. against yeah. Kansas City. That's yeah. a problem. 61. That, mean, that means you're playing from behind. He's the too. reason why you might have a chance in this game. You know, and he had people, a rough and, game last week. And people, and that was a first overall pick. Yep. You know that, you, and you think about that. That, uh, that top top three, right? Was he top three? It was number one. He was right there. Oh, he's number yeah. three. I think. Yeah. Okay, you're yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, he. But that was a top pick right there. No doubt. So to me, you know, look for answers, but don't don't have to say, oh, it's this, it's this, it's this guy. You know? Yeah, the pitchforks come out after the, a loss. The pitchforks come out. A lot of fans are looking for one guy to blame, and a lot but, of times it's Garrett, and sometimes but I it's feel Dak like and, I feel like it's the folks that were waiting in the weeds after a Romo that they had to kind of go away because Dak was having some success. Now, all of a sudden, it's revisionist, revisionist history, you know? And trust me, I, I, I always say this. I was on the staff that brought Tony Romo here. Thank you know, uh, Jim Hess... Uh, Jim Garrett, Sean Payton, Bill Parcells, thank you guys for what you did to bring us Tony Romo. You, you guys deserve a lot of credit for that. But you, 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 you've got to move on. You've got to move on from this. And trying to bring back, you know, trying to bring him back is not going to fix your problems for today. Right. You know, the general manager needs to look at himself and say, okay, have I helped this head coach? Have I helped this head coach with enough to win? You know, obviously he feels like he has because he said, well, I see Dak being a long term in his mind. So Jerry felt, said yesterday, he said, yeah. Jerry said he felt like the Dak right or wrong. That's the general manager's uh, thought. So, you know, we'll see. But, it, you know, as a general manager, you also needs to think about, did I make the right decision at receiver? Did did we adequately staff what's going on at at uh, at tight end? And is my offensive line really playing to the level that I thought they would? See, and, I, and, I, and I'm tired of hearing, uh, especially on not going for fourth and one, you've got the best offensive line in the NFL and you don't want to run behind them. Yeah. Well, let's can that for a while, okay? Because it's not the best offensive line in the National Football League. You don't want to go At back least to 2016 not, anymore? They're not playing to that level right now. Yeah, and that's and, fair. You know, and and – God bless Joe Looney. He's not Travis Frederick. He is I'm not. Sorry. He's playing well. 
for yeah. Joe Looney. Yeah. But he's not Travis Frederick. And you only have two guys out there right now that are pro bowlers. You don't have three. And and Lel Collins is not playing to the level that he was at the end of last year. So, you know, this idea that, well, this that's your bread and butter, this offensive line. Yeah. Watch the game. Yeah. Watch it. Just trying to figure out you gotta try and figure out what you what clues you have. You have to try and figure things out. Sure. And, you know, I'm not I don't think any of us here in this room right now are, are giving the the quarterback a pass. But I'm also, and we get accused of that, by the way. Yeah, and I think, that, I that, think that's that's what upsets me is yeah. I, I don't mind. I don't mind answering folks questions. I really don't. That's my job. But also, I ask you just to give it some thought. Give it some thought. If you feel like, hey, that that's the only avenue, then I, I can't help you. I'm sorry. Mickey's right. You voted for a president. I can't change your mind. And you to know? some degree, they went the route they did at wide receiver. And I think even Stephen Jones said this on the fan this week. It's like, we're into the season now. Yeah. It is what it is. We're going to try to do the best what we can right. with it. They're not saying they made a mistake, but that's where they are. And it's hey. not one fix. And I, that's a problem when it's not just one thing with an offense, you know, that they're dealing with right now. Look what this team did last, last year during the offseason. They went out and they realized that Mickey was screaming that they need a better left guard. He was absolutely right. What they do? They spent resources. They had already had three Pro Bowl players, but what they do? They took the 50th overall pick and went for a guard. And they could have traded that pick for an all-pro safety, which they didn't do. They, they thought it was important enough to try and fix or help the offensive line. Right. So they went and got a guard to shore that up. What's been the narrative all through the long? Boy, I, loved, I love Sean Lee. I love Sean Lee. I love Sean Lee. I love Sean Lee. But Sean Lee's always hurt. I can't love Sean Lee when he's always hurt. What do they do? They go out and get Leighton Vanderesh, you know, where they could have got a receiver. They made a decision that, you know what, it was more important to them to go out and get a guy that could play when Sean Lee wasn't available. And it might be that Leighton Vanderesh, he might be the guy that, you know, God willing, just goes on and, and has this tremendous career a reliable 16 out of 16 game career. They made a big push. They, 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 they made a gutsy move to go get Jalen Smith. That looks like it's helped them as well. So, I mean, there, there's ways to, they, they, I, I, what I'm trying to say is I think they're going to look at things and say, you know what? We didn't do this very well. We didn't do this very well. And we need to address those things. They, they prove they can do that. Just need to do it. It's like you said, it's in the season. It's a little bit harder to do it now right now. That's why maybe you need to try and find a way to get Bryce Butler involved. Maybe it means, hey, Jeff Swain looks like a pretty darn good option throwing the ball down the field to. Get him more involved some way you can. Yeah. Those are the things you have to do. You remember last word for break, Mick. You remember when I got sick and tired of me? The <laughs> no. And I think it started with the media first. Mm. The narrative about Dak Friendly. Yeah. You love that. The hell is Dak <laughs> Friendly now? Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Oh! Where's your Dak Friendly? That's all they talked about in the offseason. Well, we've got to be more Dak Friendly. Yeah, that's, that's Well, Dak Friendly was getting Zeke on the field and protecting him better than they did the last eight games of the season and that's, last year. And I'll say this before we go to break. The, the sensible fans that are frustrated, because there are fans out there that – they're oh, just well, hear yeah, from them. Yeah, yeah, it's not everybody, yeah, yeah. but it's just there's overall frustration going back to last eight games of 2017, and it's carry over into this year. And how do we fix it? And and look, they're going to have to. We're going to get into this after the break and in the final couple segments. How do they manufacture drives, yards, points against this quality of a yeah. defense? So let's get to that 
next when we come back on Talking Cowboys. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are a American made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to talking Cowboys. In football... Often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning. Kind of like Tommy John's horizontal quick-draw fly. It's the most innovative, simple, and speedy feature that other underwear brands just don't have. Shop exclusive from Cowboys Underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Quick draw. You're right about that, Mickey. You said it. You said it. It was. It it works in when you're snow skiing in your ski pants, stuff like that. You got to be able to, you know, a lot of maneuvering going on. There. And I I did miss one word. I said innovative. It's intuitive. Mm. Most See, intuitive. Overall, your dismount was okay though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was. It, it's, it works I, really. I, you, you know where I have, off I have no, I'm gonna have no script in front of me for this Jack Black <laughs> we're about to do. So it also get ready it for also train works wreck. real well on uh, airplanes too. Yeah. There you go. When you don't have much room to yeah. maneuver, maneuver in there. Yeah, maneuver. Even for like a 45-minute flight back from Houston, you were wedgie-free. Can I ask somebody a real quick question Good. about that flight? Yeah. Did you guys enjoy You guys got sandwiches on the way home? Was they, the, san- they handed out like wrapped up. Were they good sandwiches? It they was were, amazing. They were really good. See, I, I, we landed like about Philly, Philly. Like Philly cheesesteak sandwiches? steak yes. sandwich. Yeah. It was hot when we got it. It was in tin foil. It was too hot. I saved it until <laughs> I got home at like 3. It <laughs> just wolfed it down? Wolfed it down at like 3.30 in the morning. It was the best late, early dinner breakfast ever, man. Finished my work, I so I kept to, it going. I have to admit, on the way there, they right at the end, they handed us out uh, chicken sandwiches. Right. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't hungry, and yeah. I said, you know what? Lunch tomorrow. Ah. Oh God! You kept well, it? I had a refrigerator. <laughs> oh okay, okay, okay. It was so hot I couldn't eat it. Yeah, 
I felt like an old miser. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes though, and I'm not again. The, those those meals on the way home, I remember them being like, I really don't want that. I would rather those sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, I, if, if, I'll, I'll take any of it. I think it's great. Really? Hand me the yeah. sandwich with. I, chips. I'm not trying to complain. Trust me, folks. I hey, listen. You're talking to guys lived a lot of life on airplanes. <laughs> I I appreciate the food on the charters, but there's sometimes where you just go. It just never sounded great all i know is the flight was so short yeah that just before we took off the missouri south carolina game got delayed by lightning and, you got and when catch- we landed it hadn't resumed that's yet. why you weren't hungry at the can time. i tell a real quick story yeah mickey, mickey do you still do your thing when you mickey's the only guy i know that can find a college football game without internet at 38,000 feet. <laughs> Mickey can hold... He had this radio. You still have that radio, that, Mickey? That little uh, M- MP3 player? Yeah. Mickey could get scores from around the country. He would hold the antenna against the window and over his head. Get the rabbit ears he down move. the aisle? He'd no, have, it doesn't have any rabbit no, no, ears. No, he, he just... He'd hold he'd it just up. Just hold a little thing He'd hold there. it up against the window. He'd move it behind his head. LSU was losing broadness. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it would pick up radio stations as we as we went. Yeah. I, I don't know how. He did. He's the only one that could get scores on those tr- on those I Saturday think, road trips. I think trips. it still works. I just don't do don't it anymore because we get Wi-Fi. We get Wi-Fi now. on the plane. There you that's go. too bad because that's, yeah, watching you do that. Watch it. It's, it's yeah. Oh, uh, score at USC. He's <laughs> contorting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. He's standing up. <laughs> Somebody's got a BAP wire. <laughs> that's right. Good. AP wire. Very important. All right, let's uh, let's get to the phones here. Go to our first phone call of the day, Matthew in Iowa. You're up first on talking Cowboys. Man, I don't even know where to start this week. It's uh, um, and, and as Brian said, there's just so many things wrong. Um, I I know you guys are, you know, there was a nice segue because I was going to kind of lead into the fact that everybody wants to blame these wide receivers, and after watching the 22. You know, there's times where, where they're not doing a job. There was a blitz sure. where nobody reacted, nobody cut their route off, and, and Dak was left to hang. Yeah. Um, you know, but there was also another blitz where, you know, it was I think it was the pass where uh, Dak threw it way over Cole Beasley's head. He had two or three options on the right side where the safety and the linebacker had blitzed and completely vacated the area. So yep. it's just a mess. And so my question to you, Brian, is, We've had several quarterbacks come through this offensive system that Garrett has installed. Matt Castle, Tony Romo, John Kitna. But Tony's really been the only one that's been successful in it. At what point do we have to start looking at the system? Well, yeah. You want to lump those guys in? I mean, you know, Kitna had a solid career as mostly a backup. Castle was at the end of his rope pretty much. Like, yeah, sure. I don't you know, know if you lump them into Tony. What's Castle doing these days, by the way? Back up in, in Detroit. Yeah, I think back up in Detroit right now is what he's doing. And I'm not or, trying to say these guys are on the same level as Dak, but it just seems like Tony's the only one that could ever figure it out and use this offense to, to you know, do great things. It, it, it just seems like it doesn't matter who we throw in there. There's there's just a struggle at the quarterback position unless unless it was Tony. And I don't know if that has like, again. Does that have to do with the offensive Maybe, system? Yeah. Maybe, well, you've only um, had how many? I mean, how many actual "quote unquote" starting quarterbacks have they had? They've had two: Tony Romo and Dak Prescott. And I tell you, I wish he hadn't quit because I, I really thought, even though that 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 uh, end of the season game didn't go well his way, I thought he played very, very well. And I, 
Who? I, Who? The Kyle Orton. Oh. Tilly didn't uh, want to play anymore. Who are you? I know. That's what was so disappointing about it. He seemed like he was finally making progress in this offense, and, and, and then he decided to quit. And ever since, it just seems like, you know, put Kitten in there as well. But, you know, looking at everything, and Aikman I think, says, it's, too, I think you're making too big of a, a broad brush on all that. It's possible. I mean, I just, we're talking you know, backup you, quarterbacks that, you know, they were at the end of their careers. Kitna wasn't bad. No, Kitna did a pretty good job. I mean, he well, kind of righted the shit there. We went five and three with him at, at the helm, I believe, if I remember right. Let me ask you this. Um, Can I ask everybody a question here? Do we feel like that maybe Romo was – maybe Romo's the, the anticipation, the smarts, intelligence, oh, reading no defense, all that – you know, maybe that you know that there's things that I'm sure, and I've I've asked Sean Payton this question about Drew Brees, you know, and I like how how's it to work with a guy that's that sharp on the field? He says it makes up for a lot of mistakes that I make, you know. So sometimes you get quarterbacks that are very comfortable playing. Okay, you're going to give me a system, but I'm going to figure out ways to manipulate it. I, I think I think Tom Moore said it about Peyton Manning. I'm, I'm naming great quarterbacks here, by the way. You know, I'm naming sure. guys that are great quarterbacks. But Tom Moore would say, I would send in a play. And Tom Moore even said it a little bit about it. He did some work with uh, the Kurt Warner. You know, you send in a play, and then all of a sudden it's my play turns into another play, which makes it, oh, okay, I see what you just did there. So mm-hmm. sometimes you get a partnership where the offensive coordinator calls a play. You get a quarterback that's so intelligent in, okay, I'm going to read the defense, Let's cover two. Okay, I need. Uh, I'm going to get a blitz over here. Okay, I'm going to throw it right here. I think that's where Tony did a really great job of manipulating the system. You know that oh, he yeah. had, and so I think there's. I think there's some merit to of, hey, you know, you have a system, but you got a guy that can expand the the system. You need to change the system for Dak. Maybe Dak. Doesn't well, what happened in twenty? Did you have the same opinion in 2016? You know, I thought. You know, Zeke took over. I, I thought it was that whole the whole season was predicated on the offensive line and and Zeke. And I didn't think Dak. I still don't think Dak is a natural passer. That's just my opinion. I think he passed the ball too much. He doesn't have a very quick release. And I think that's what gets him in trouble, especially on the on the balls that are tipped up. It's not because it's not because the wide receivers not necessarily driving enough back to the ball. It's the ball's been you know let loose late in his break. And it gives the cornerback that opportunity to get that hand in there. And I like the that, pass that Michael Gallup just flat dropped into an interception. No, this was the first interception, I believe, the very first one that was low. But it was again, Dak almost took an extra step, patted the ball, and then used his whole body to launch it in there. Where you almost need when you finish that third step, you got to snap that ball off before. So that stuff did and that stuff didn't happen in 2016 in the first eight games of 2017. He just had, he just has happy feet now. Well, how come? <laughs> like the off season, all of a sudden he developed happy feet. Why has he got happy feet? Why does he have happy feet? I, I, like I said, the offensive line is definitely all right. Good as all right, we're getting better now. Time, you still have, you know, he had time in, in this game last week at mm. times, and sometimes he doesn't understand that you can drop the ball in between the safety and. And and uh, well, that's the difference. The yeah, that's zone, yeah. He goes off to Swain for a three-yard gain, which and I, I I I've got some notes here. I mean, Beasley was open about three or four times. Sure. 
And I want to come back to the very last play last week before the end of regulation. You have four seconds. The defense is playing 15 yards off your wide receiver. Yeah. Why not just immediately pitch it to a wide receiver, get five yards, six yards, get it to the 44, and give your kicker a chance with one second left? I was the guy can kick a 65-yard field goal. Why not give him the opportunity? Yeah, I didn't. You know, I went back and watched that too. And I, I from the TV copy, I thought just sitting there, I thought, okay, why wouldn't they just throw the quick out and do what Parcells did against the Giants that time and and go Billy and Billy Cundiff try the 50 something yard field goal but it looked like to me with the, with only 10 seconds left it wasn't they were, you know it wasn't going to happen fast enough for them to be able to pull it off so now I, I i understand i understand the frustration and i you know i the thing about the quarterback is you know we i think you're trying to make Dak Prescott into Tony Romo when it comes to what's going on between his ears and i mean, yeah. i want romo back and i i there mean is, that Kent. i mean that in no disrespect to Dak because I, I think that they're, they're two totally different quarterbacks. And you know what? They're not running the same offensive system. There wasn't much read they option. They weren't running no, read option no, with yeah. Tony Romo. And they right? did a little bit of that in the game the other night, too. There's things you can do. There's things you can do with Tony clearly throwing the ball down the field and manipulate offense, manipulate the defense that you can't do with Dak. And, you know, we all need to realize that. You know, the anticipation, the smarts, the just the, the savvy – I think they're both extremely tough. I think Tony's you know, could be a very accurate quarterback. I don't think Dak could be particularly accurate, but you know he is. You know, in in this day and age, maybe it's not the the best way to play football. But they've decided until somebody else comes in here, if that's the case, if that happens, that they're going to play football by trying to be physical up front and run it, and then make plays off play action. And they just you know that's that's a tough thing when they don't run it. And Dak didn't have. Uh, the same uh, NFL upbringing as Tony did. Tony sat, watched, prepared for three years before he got his chance. This guy's three years, he's going through it on the field with the bullets flying. Um, Just remember, Romo didn't become Romo until his fourth season. He also had nine years in Garrett's system. And by the end of his run here, like Brian said, he'd mastered the system yeah, to where he could he could basically I freelance have, and you know make adjustments. Again, I've talked to Sean Payton about this a long time because I'm always fascinated by Drew Brees. But he's like, I'll send stuff out there and Drew will just take it and he'll think, okay, I'm gonna think it a little bit further down the line. I, I just don't feel like you have that quarterback here right now. And I think that's why the great ones are the great ones. Because they have that ability to kind of take it. It's not all athletic ability because of, or or arm talent or all that. Because if that was the case, Jeff George would be in the Hall of Fame right now. Peyton Manning didn't have a great yeah. arm. Uh, Dante I mean, Culpepper would be in the Hall of Fame right now. Yeah. Steve McNair, who was a, a great quarterback in his own right, would be in the Hall of Fame right now if it was just about taking the ball and throwing it through the car wash and having it not get wet. You know? Yeah. And, it, it, and, it, and you we have forget, to forget Peyton Manning didn't become Peyton Manning. The first couple of years of his career, by the way, he 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 he. But where he and Dak do share some similarities is, and this is gonna be funny, they're rookies and they had to play. I mean, yeah. the, the, the Colts, the Colts were a three and thirteen team, and they they had the they had the pick, and they 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 took Manning and they threw him out there. And he got lit up, and, and Troy he he got was, lit up too. They all got lit up, and I'm I, again, I am not. If you if you want to, you you can't compare Romo and Dak. In this way, you you can't, because I think that it, there's things that the the escapability both seem to have when when Tony was playing, 
you know, the the arm talent. I think Dak has got – I think Dak has a strong enough arm. I mean, some of those throws he makes going to his left, but really but what's between the ears. And I mean that not as he's a dumb guy that he can't function in life. I mean, sometimes to be successful, you have to have smarts. You have to have that uncanny ability to see what's happening in front of you and make plays, whether they're – you know, it's anticipation. People ask me about Dak's – but worst trait, I think it's anticipation. You know, is this something he could develop? You know, it, it's it's going to take some time. But right now, you're taking the lumps because he lacks it. So, all right, fair enough. Good points. Thanks, Matthew, for the call. Let's uh, take our final break. When we come back. Let's talk a little bit about Jacksonville's defense and the challenge it's going to present to this Cowboys offense Sunday. Next, I'm talking Cowboys. If you're like me and you love. I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than specs and features as well. you got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. To experience one for yourself, visit your local Texas John Deere dealer or go to myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Yes, we're back to Talking Cowboys. And, uh, you know, when we talk Cowboys, we also have to talk Jack Black. Oh, yes. And Jack Black is the official skincare products of the Dallas Cowboys. It's official skincare products of Talking Cowboys because you got some guys here that need some help. And uh, we'll take all the help we can get. So if you uh, if you want to get some of the Jack Black products like we do, make sure you go to uh, getjackblack.com. Uh, they have a promotional code for Cowboys. You get the four faves of uh, their, uh, their like kind of their, 
their program with all the skincare stuff and their lip balm thing, all for 10 bucks. Make sure you use the code COWBOYS to do it. Jack Black is for real. So check it out. You know well what done, Jack, Brian. You know what Jack Black's going to cause me to do? Hmm. And I don't know if this is manly or not, but I've got all my products. But when I work out and shower at the health club before I come here, it's hard to get them to the shower. I need a shower caddy. Yeah. Is that you're going to carry it around like is that unmanly? Not at all. I no. tried to I tried to tell my son who's now, you know, high school football player that you know, don't put all your stuff in something that you can carry. I remember like being in college, you know, you haven't going to the shower and so and then you how you never had everything you would forget shampoo or you and forget you're fumbling a, around. You're fumbling around. Put it all in a thing. You can buy these little handles, you just carry them That's along. That's what I need. It's it's awesome. I wonder if Jack Black's got a shower. You know, it's like a suitcase. But you, but you know the thing of Jack Black that, that's interesting. All the they're all the tubes are all blue, right? So you have to kind of okay, what am I okay, that's the Which skin. one am I grabbing? Yeah, that's the skin, that's the beard lube, that's you know, it's all great stuff, but you have to kind of physically look and see because they're all kind of shaped the same way. But, but they're all ter- great. But they're all tremendous products. I take uh, the, really. the three-in-one great wash. Great gifts, too. I mean, great guys, gifts. Yeah. yeah, Christmas coming up yeah. soon, the yeah. holidays. Yeah. I take uh, my three-in-one wash with me every road trip. I can't do it without it. Even yeah. Houston, where you're just four hours away, 45-minute yeah. flight. Got to have it, man. Yeah. Hair, body, face. Got Good it. times. Shave. In the four faves, yeah. Beard loop. All butter. Of it. Great. A butter face. <laughs> Good times. All right. Uh, quickly, I know we've only got about 12 minutes left in the show. We said we talk a little bit about this Jacksonville defense. Brian, I mean, from what you've seen, yeah. are they as advertised? Are they the toughest unit they yeah. face, the Cowboys will face so far and possibly the entire season? Yeah. This is this is a unique group, yeah. and they've done a great job. This is a team that's had a, a poor record for a number of years. They've had high picks. They've done a great job of, of, of adding uh, defensive talent uh, to their team they're working on that offensive side of the football now but you know they've also hit on some guys that they've spent money on if you talk about the cornerbacks uh, A.J. Bouye the the corner there playing opposite of Jalen Ramsey uh, has been really really good now this is a unique team to watch guys because the cornerbacks flop sides so I was kind of thinking of a plan of maybe taking and uh, taking my whoever wide receiver is not going to be a factor in this game and put him over there, uh, you know, and Jalen Rant and just occupy him. You can't really do that because they they flip flop, uh, you know. And it's not because they're carrying guys. They're not shadowing. They're not shadowing. They'll play field and they'll play boundary. And, okay. and when I mean boundary, near the sidelines, and then they'll let the other guy play the field. So you can't really, you don't, you can't get a bead on where uh, where Jalen Ramsey's going to play. So that could be a little bit of a problem. You got to be able to identify where him. How you attack him, I would attack him when he's in zone coverage. Don't attack him when he's in man. And when he's when he's gonna give you a little space, make sure the decision is quick, get the ball out, and then and then take what you can get out of that. When you play man against him, he's very much like Patrick Peterson, and he doesn't give you very much room. He doesn't give you space. He's gonna run with you, he's gonna be physical at the line, and he's gonna do all those things. So you have to be careful with the secondary. Barry Church has done a nice job with them. This Tayshawn, uh, the Gibson, I, you know, he's the other safety. I, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit. Uh, I'm not too sure about him. They they drafted this Ronnie Harrison from Alabama, who they've used a lot more when they played Tennessee, who was run heavy. They took they took Harrison and they took Gibson and they put them both down and then also played with Barry Church back. So they they put three safeties on the field in kind of a uh, in kind of a, a nickel look 
but that was to handle. They didn't feel like that Tennessee could throw the football. So now I think the Cowboys being very run-heavy, Tennessee being very run-heavy, you might see the same thing where they try and get more safeties down. Miles Jack, uh, this uh, Telvin Smith. I mean, they, they've got a good group of linebackers. But the, the, the defensive line is impressive. It's going to remind you very much of how the old Giants were. They got big, uh, they've got a big defensive end in Calais Campbell. He plays what well, they play the strong defensive end. So whatever, whenever they declare your strength, they say, okay, your strength's to the right. They'll put Calais Campbell to that side, and then he will be a rusher there. We also have to be worried about him putting them over the top of Connor Williams because when they went to nickel against Kansas City to try and create pressure. They put Calais Campbell inside, and he is—he's a six-eight guy. He's six-eight like uh, David Irvin, but he doesn't have the quickness of David Irvin. He's, he, he's over three hundred. Yeah, pounds, he's, right? but he's, his lateral yeah. agility struggles a little bit. But you talk about power. He's a straight power player. I've seen him walk guys right back in when he's playing end, when he's playing tackle. I've seen him walk guys right back into the quarterback's lap. So that's the problem you're going to have to uh, you're going to have to deal with. Malik Jackson plays as the under tackle on the three. He's another guy that uh, could very well give uh, Connor Williams a little problem. And and then uh, Marcel Darius, who they got from Buffalo, uh, is uh, in a trade is just a big guy that's hard to move inside. So they're gonna they're gonna try and stop you from running the ball. But they think they're good enough, too, in the secondary to just to cover you up and not give you anything on the back end. And uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, they've, they've had, they've, they've, you know, Kansas City, uniquely the way that Kansas City plays. Mahomes did a nice job, a wet day, getting the ball around, very creative in what some of the things they did offensively uh, to try and take advantage of Jacksonville. But I think Jacksonville lost that football game because of Blake Bortles. That's why they lost oh, that game. Oh, he was awful. Yeah, that's why they lost that game. Mick, what did you see from them on tape if you've watched a little bit so far? I watched the game, yeah, and and so I've got a messed up view of what they are, yeah, because they got torched. Darius impressed me. He gave Kansas City trouble, yeah, in the middle. Uh, he he made a lot of plays. Um, I mean, Kansas City just kind of had their way with them, and yeah. and with the amount of turnovers they made, yeah. it made it easier on them. I mean, they're they're they beat New England. All yeah, right, they did. But then they won. Uh, they're the Giants. They're, they're, the, they're the, the the champions of New York because yeah. they beat the Jets and the Giants. Yeah, they yeah. do have the statistically the best defense in the league, and they do have eight guys on their roster who have made Pro Bowls. They're still on number one after the yards they gave up against Kansas City. They're still number one, and they will score touchdowns too. That's the other thing you got to worry about against a, a Cowboys offense that has been challenged so far. This team scored seven touchdowns last year defensively, and I think they've That's got last couple, year. I think though. they got a couple this year too, at yeah. least one. I think they got yeah. one against the Giants. Yeah, they, so they they they, they played a tough, tough game. So against... so if they do that with their corners, yeah, then I'm putting my wide receivers in motion. Yeah, we and talked, then, and, and then they can decide wh- where they're going. We talked yeah. to Alan Hearns yesterday, who knows these guys very Absolutely. well, practice with them every day, and he said, "Look, they're going to load up to stop Zeke." And they're going to press us, and we have to make plays on the outside. That's that is imperative for this wide receiver group this week. Well, they weren't they weren't pressing the whole game against Kansas City. That's why th- that's they started why, playing off. Yeah, that's why I felt like though they were they respected Kansas City's speed with that hill. I think they were worried yeah, about him. They were worried about hill. They're playing on a grass field. It was wet conditions, and they thought, okay, we can't slip, we can't fall. But 
Yeah, it's a. It, it, I, I really wanted to see them play against the Giants because the Giants with it was the first game of the year. You know, the Giants are going to try and run the ball with that rookie back. But the 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 the, the way I think they're going to play the Cowboys, I think Allen is absolutely right. They're going to press you and they're going to try and choke this run. And where where it, it was very evident, like I was talking about with moving guys around, was that Tennessee game. You know, because Tennessee is a they're much like the Cowboys. They're very run heavy, and and I felt like, okay, how do they do this? But when they wanted to get to when they want to get the pass rush, they kicked that Campbell inside. Uh, you know, they 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 bring on uh, they bring on Fowler, the their first round pick from a while back. I mean, they have guys that can legitimately rush the passer. They got big guys inside. They got fast guys on the edge, and they got linebackers that are really sideline to sidelines players. I will say this: uh, as much as I love Miles Jack, Jalen Smith, from what I saw on tape is playing better than what Miles Jack is. So Interesting. They put that, Campbell inside so much, I thought he was a defensive tackle. No. I said, when did they move in the defensive yeah, tackle? Yeah, he's, he's – But they had him inside yeah. quite a bit. This is I, I just feel like that they're going to try and press and push Connor Williams. This is going to be a tough game for Connor Williams because he's going to have to hold up against some guys. Uh, I, I mentioned that whole thing with Malik Jackson. He, he's, he's like a – a big, quick guy. I mean, a attack your shoulder around, you know, mm-hmm. and, and when we see Connor, when he gets a little overextended, he gets, you know, that guy swims around him. And kind of like what we saw last week with the with the, uh, the Texans, J.J. Watt, Boom, quick move, and then there he goes. So when you play too tight end, how do they declare what the strong side is? They'll probably declare the strength of the tight ends because they probably feel that you're going to run the football. So to Swain's side. Right, Jarwin's. Right, right. So if, if if they put if if you the the thing what you tr- what you're going to try and do is try and balance them. You know, you could play twelve personnel and then split your tight ends and then balance. That's the what I meant. Not yeah, both on not, the same the, side. Yeah, if they're both on the same side, of course that's yeah. very obvious. But if you play twelve personnel and you put one on the right, one on the left, you're going to balance them and try and make them declare. Okay, now maybe you could scheme a way to keep to keep. Uh, to keep Ramsey out of the out of the picture and then just play against ten guys, you know that 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 that's going to be like I said, that's going to be a. But he will travel and he will also play in the slot. Mm. So don't be surprised if all of a sudden Beasley's down in the slot. They're trying to work that angle a little bit because their their, their normal slot guy is Tyler Patman, who uh, we all who all we know from here. Yep. So so where right. do I know Malik Jackson from? Was he? Texas. He was. Uh, do I, why do I? Is it Denver? They got him yeah. from Denver. I know. No, that. I mean, did he play college? Malik Jefferson, right? Malik Jefferson Malik? was a linebacker. Oh, okay. Yeah, Texas. I said right. Jack. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. All right. A quick plug, by the way, you can go to DallasCowboys.com for tickets to purchase tickets. Cowboys Jaguars Sunday, three twenty-five kickoff at AT and T Stadium. Nate in Frisco. If you're still holding, quickly, you got the last word on talking Cowboys. Hey, good morning, y'all. Um, last thing I wanted to mention, um, especially with the difficulty you're having with the run, why don't they go out and try to get a blocking tight end? Uh, I'm thinking maybe like a Tyler Conklin or a Mercedes Lewis. I mean, what do y'all think? You mean like now? Right now. Yeah, how are you going to do that? He wants to trade. Oh, you want to trade? He wants okay. to trade, yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, Nate. I'm not sure they're going to. Yeah. When's I... the deadline, by the way, if you want to make a trade? Sometime this month, right? Yeah, it's in it's after end of, the it's at, it's the end of the month. End of the month, it, yeah, the, the month. last week, like yeah. eight or the nine twenty eighth, yeah, right around there. I think that to me that if you can identify, you know, this is going to sound funny, but Rico Gathers has not been terrible. 
you know, so big body. It, yeah, big body. And I'm thinking that maybe the more confidence that you give him, maybe you say, you know, and, and he's starting to understand the plays and knows what he needs to do. If you're going to throw him the football, put him out there and let him block too. Let, you know, let him, let him, let people see him block, 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 and then sneak him, you know, up the field like you did. Don't just put him on the field to throw him the ball. But Rico Gathers has not been terrible blocking. So I'm kind of. Could he be an H back? Uh, if I ask yeah, him too I know, much. Yeah, I don't know. They might be asking. I'm just going to put him in line and let him. But use that big body to capture the edge. I, I appreciate the caller because he's thinking, hey, you know, I, I've said all along, please, if you could just have James Hanna walk into this building. But that's the not, stunt man. That's not going to happen. And, but yeah. suddenly, you know, people, and I, he's not the first one to bring that up about a fullback. Yeah, yeah. But remember when Zeke got here. Oh, he's better in a one back. He, yeah. he he doesn't run well. Around, I, I miss behind Smith. the fullback. Me personally, I miss Keith Smith. A glass eater. A glass eater. That's what Keith Smith is. He's a glass eater. And you know, Olawale is kind of a fit and fine, or fine and fit guy. Keith Smith was a he would go in there and blast and whatever he saw. Now, uh, you know, that's kind of the way uh, these. Uh, if you can have a fullback, give me a guy that's going to go in there and blast people. That's what I need. All right, that's it. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks to Kent for producing. We'll be back on Thursday. Bill will be back. We'll continue breaking down Cowboys Jags Sunday at AT&T Stadium. See you guys tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?